Good morning. It's Monday. I'm just doing a quick check-in with everybody. Um, it's going to be my birthday this week. I'm going to be 42. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I kind of love my birthdays usually. I try to make a big deal out of them and I'd obviously like the whole month off, to be honest, because June's a fucking awesome month to have a birthday in. Um, but I am definitely you know, kind of have this week here to just figure out what I want to do for it. I mean, it's kind of still, everything's open back up. Like there's not really, I guess, a quarantine in place, but I kind of still pretend there's one because I don't know. I don't want to be one of those people that's just back to doing everything normal. And then we see like another wave and I was just kind of stupid and shouldn't have went out. But, uh, anyways, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. Um, I, <laughs> I was thinking about like how I spent each decade and I remember my 20s. I was working full time as an aide. I was raising miles and I was working on getting my nursing degree. That's what I spent my 20s doing. And then my 30s, you know, Mark was working on his degree and we were buying a house and we were having two more babies and raising kids. My 30s was a blur. It really was. I mean... We've lived in this house now for 11 years, so just felt like a lot of changes in my 30s and just getting everybody meeting their goals, having, you know, all three kids and homeschooling and working and it was kind of, 30s just went by very fast and now I'm in my 40s and, you know, my oldest is 20, he's 20 years old and he's got a job and my two younger ones are eight and 11. And it's kind of almost like the last 20 years I've just spent working on my goals, raising kids. And now I'm in my forties and I'm still raising kids clearly, but it's like, I get to focus on me a little bit more and I haven't got to do that in a really long time. Uh, I'm still, uh, I'm on the last week of the running app. I am on week nine. Um, so I'm going to finish that out this week. And I have improved, which is awesome. I can run a whole mile before I get winded and gassed out. I mean, I should have been running 3.1 miles at this point, but, you know, it's still an improvement, so I'm going to take it. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I keep talking about how I need to finish one of the seven book ideas I have written on my laptop and maybe publish like a novella or something, because I've always liked writing since I was a little kid. But, you know, I was so practical, even as a kid, I'm like, you can't make money unless you're like Stephen King or something, you know, when I was younger, I'm like, I just got to find a job, I could actually make money in a career and do writing as a hobby. So I don't know, maybe I'll try to publish something in this next year and see what happens. I mean, worst thing is, like, my mom buys the book, you know, online, and like, you know, like, one or two people I know buy a book, but you know, then I could say I published a book. I mean, it's kind of cool. I think we're all kind of, many of us self, we have all the self-doubt. And I think takeaway this week is there's so much self-doubt in everybody I know around me. And I don't know why. I mean, I guess I know why, because I have it too. But I just think everybody that I'm friendly with or that I know or that I work with, like, I think they're all badass in their own right. And I don't think we ever see that in ourselves. And it makes me think of, was it Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live? Was that the name of the character that would like look at the mirror 
and be like, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh, darn it, people like me. And like he did these like affirmations and it was really comical. You know, it was, they were clearly mocking it on Saturday Night Live, but I kind of think that maybe we need to do that. And if you can't do that because you think it's hokey, then surround yourself with people who will boost you up because gosh, it seems like people are just waiting out there to tear you down usually. So, you know, including yourself, you know, including myself, like it's just good to like surround yourself with friends who hype you up instead. Um, so I'm going to hype you up today. I'm going to tell you that you're fucking amazing. You woke up, you're doing the thing. You're going to work, you're planning out your day. Maybe you're just like, I'm just bored laying on the couch and that's okay. Cause maybe you needed the rest. And for some reason we hate rest in the society. We so hate rest. We want people with the two jobs that work 24 seven and, you know, earn a day off to spend time with their family because they work so hard. I mean, I don't understand that mentality. I really don't. I just, I don't know. I'm not that person. <laughs> like, you know, Miles actually, his work schedule, we have to give him a ride this week and it's Monday, Wednesday and Friday that he needs a ride to work. So I got someone to work for me on Friday because I was supposed to work Friday. So now I have the whole week off and I'm actually okay with that. Like, you know, it's, it's okay because we try to make adjustment to our schedules. And now I have this birthday week of mine off and I've had a lot of time off from work. I actually had like a 12 day period where I worked one day in 12 days. Cause I had a week off for vacation. Then I worked and I had five days off and worked the weekend again. And I, I think I needed it. And it's funny because most people know they're like, you only work two days a week now, two 12 hour shifts. But I, like I said, I don't know if it's just the tides are turning. If it's like just maybe like a midlife crisis on the horizon. I'm just, I feel like slowing down more and like the quarantine kind of helped everybody to slow down more. We were like forced to slow down more. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's just where I'm at in life. I'm 42 this week and I kind of just want to like read books, sit at home, you know, do shit like make homemade pasta noodles, like take a whole day to just make homemade pasta dough and roll it out on the roller and make some noodles and just, I don't know, shit like that. Like I don't want to be at this hustle bustle and I woke up at six and I got a crock pot dinner in and then I ran 25 errands today and I worked my 12 hour shift and then I came home and ran for a few miles. Like it just, it all sounds so exhausting. And I, I mean, do we all really love that or do we like bragging about it? Like I feel like sometimes maybe people like bragging about it or they like to stay so busy so they don't have to focus inward and really look at what they need to fix with themselves. Oh, there's that dinging. I did mess up today. That's okay. I do. And I think that like, maybe that's what I want to spend time in my forties is like some self-reflection. You know, I was so busy bettering myself the last 20 years with like career wise and like family wise and just, you know, you have your kids, you get your career. And now I'm kind of like, I have that all. So what's next? And I think a lot of people in their forties feel that way, <clears throat> especially if I would have just had miles, I would have just, I would have had an adult 20 year old son and me and Mark would just have all the time in the world to ourselves. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of am grateful that I still have an eight and 11 year old. Like, you know, I get to kind of tweak on some mistakes that maybe have made with my oldest and do a little better this time around. 
So yeah, I think for my 40s, it's gonna be, I mean, I joke around that I'm gonna get into like crystals and fucking tarot cards and like Stevie Nicks it up with like lace and fucking, you know, <laughs> witchy shit. And I was like, I think I'll just do that in my 40s. I don't know. Reinvent myself, do something, but I don't know. It's just more self-reflection. I mean, I definitely started therapy and that was very helpful. And I think all of us in like healthcare roles, caretaker roles, especially, we take care of everybody else and we definitely make ourselves the last priority. And I always find that funny. Like everybody does that whole analogy with when the ship's going down, they tell you to put your mask on first so you can help your kids put their mask on. And as healthcare workers, we don't do that. We don't. I mean, I fucking routinely get like a couple hours sleep at night. I don't even make sleep my priority. It's not. It's just I can do two to three hours, go to work, take care of other people in crisis all day, come home and like, did my, you know, did the boys get their medication? Did this happen? Tomorrow I have this appointment. I got to make sure Miles gets to work and we have speech therapy this day. And this is what we're doing in homeschooling this week. And never once with all that going on, am I like, what do I need? What do I need for me? Do I need a day to just sit and relax? Do I need to make sure that I make my sleep a priority? Did I get my medications today? Have I sat with my mental health today and, you know, really thought about how I'm feeling and how I'm doing? We really make ourselves a last priority and our health and mental health, physical health, it all suffers. So I think that, I think I was brought up to believe if you take care of yourself, you're somehow selfish. You know, like you're supposed to take care of everybody before yourself. And I guess what I hope I instill in my kids is you matter. You have to take care of yourself. I mean, maybe you have a great relationship and your partner sees that and your partner like knows and your partner is like, you need to be taken care of, you know, you hope. But sometimes I feel like, I guess it's just what I've seen in my life is that when you're that type of person that takes care of everybody else, you tend to attract hot messes that you are also taken care of. So you're still not taking care of yourself. And I think it's just what I've seen in my life. I mean, I'm grateful for the partner I have because we communications like huge with us and we both talk about what we need to do for each other, you know, for ourselves on our own. Like, you know, it's just something that we're always touching base on. But like I said, I see so much with people who are in caring healthcare roles that they're just taking care of their spouse, their spouse's family, their own family, and they're never taking care of themselves. So I think with all this time I've had off recently, to me, it's really helped my mental health because I've been very angry and menopausal and just my emotions have been everywhere and having all this time off has really got me to kind of look inward. I kind of have to do my own therapy because I can't afford to actually go to therapy, but um, it's just, it's really been helpful. And I do, I hype everybody up around me because I know we are all usually struggling and nobody wants to admit it. I don't know what people are so afraid of to admit that they're struggling. I mean, everybody is. I kind of think that makes you a little bit more, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but like approachable. Like if you're just like, Hey, I'm fucking drowning over here and it makes you like more human, more, you know, yeah, me too. And we can commiserate on it together. We can joke about it. We can build each other up. I think that some people are afraid to be vulnerable and say I'm fucking drowning because somebody else is like, well, I don't know why, why don't you do what I do? And those people are assholes. If they do that, just fucking steer clear of them. You don't need those people in your life. Because truth is, they're drowning too, but they're just so caught up with appearances that they will never admit it. 
and they're going to do some crazy shit. So just steer clear of those people. I'd rather be with a person that's openly telling me that they're drowning than somebody pretending they're not and they're treading water, but they're going to fucking drag you down with them or I don't know what. So yeah, just takeaways, take care of yourself. Everybody likes to move fast and just do as much as possible. You know, life's short. I mean, life is short. So definitely I'm more about smelling the flowers than I am about do everything possible you can do to cram it in your 80 years or so. So that's what I think I'll be working on this week while I'm off and just kind of really taking stock in what changes do I want to make in my life to make things less stressful. You know, is it change of job? Is it change of routine? Is it ensuring that I get more than two to four hours sleep a night? Like what things would be healthy for me? Do I want to focus on writing more? Maybe trying to make a career out of it. I mean, these, and this could be part of a midlife crisis. I don't know. I kind of thought my midlife crisis would be like absolutely fabulous. If anybody ever watched that show, Ab Fab, you know, the wheels on fire. I don't know if anybody watched any BBC growing up, but, uh, <laughs> Patsy Nadina, like super drunk and crazy and, I just thought they were so funny, and I was like, that's how my midlife crisis is going to be. I'll be like Patsy, and we'll be drinking vodka at 10 a.m., and sweetie darling, sweetie darling, and just, you know, dressing all garishly, and like Edwina, and just kind of being silly. And then, like I said, I joke about the whole crystals and witchy shit, and burning sage, and really coming into my inner witch, maybe, in my 40s, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know which way it's going to go. But I definitely think looking inward and figuring out what I want to do with my life and how I want to spend my next 40 or 50 years. Well, let's be honest, I'm 42, about 40 more years. Like, I'm probably halfway through my life at this point. Um, You know, it's kind of what I'm thinking of this week. Oh my god, it's a Monday midlife crisis. Nah. I mean, they always say guys buy, like, sports cars, which, yes, is very sexist. I'm sure women out there buy sports cars. Or, oh, you know, I was going to get a scooter. I thought about getting a scooter this year. It's like a couple thousand dollars, like $3,000 to get a scooter. So that's still, I still might do that just because I thought it would be fun. Oh, that would be cool. Then maybe Miles can get that as his vehicle. You don't need a motorcycle license to get a scooter. So maybe I'll get a scooter for Miles because it's not expensive. And then when he works on getting his license, he could have a scooter to drive himself to work. Oh, there's an idea I just had this morning. I like it. So takeaway is just take care of yourselves, love yourselves, forgive yourselves, don't beat yourself up, own your badass acidness, does that work? Own being a badass, maybe we'll say it that way. You are awesome, just take that away for this week. If you're listening to the three or four people that may be listening, you're an awesome person, you matter, your feelings are valid, take care of yourself you should not be a last resort thing to take. Like you should be a priority in your life and hype yourself up. Like you hype your friends up, you know, fuck it. Look in the mirror, say it to yourself when you're driving into work. Like just say, you know, I'm good at what I do. I think that we all are so comfortable with critiquing ourselves, me included, that we're not as comfortable with praising ourselves. And we really need to figure out why is that? Are we afraid to look like, you know, we need to be humble at all times. Are we afraid that like, if we compliment ourselves or if we point out our good things that, you know, what's, what's going to happen? I think if anything, it just builds your self-esteem, makes you not vulnerable to predators who would like to manipulate you and use you. So like build yourselves up, show your kids it's okay to build yourselves up. And I definitely need to work on that. So that's kind of, you know, just take care of you this week. And I'm going to take care of me because now I have this whole week off until next week. 
And, you know, yeah, it's going to be 12 hours less, but I've talked about it. My husband's clearly on board with me needing the extra day off because we've talked about all the things I've been dealing with lately that some of it I'm telling you all, but there's some things you don't need to know because it is my private business. <laughs> so just going through a lot, need the time off. And uh, I hope everybody stays safe and just remember how kick-ass you are and take care of yourselves. However you need to do that, you don't owe anybody an explanation to why you need to do what you need to do. Make yourself a priority. You don't need to give a sob story to somebody to allow them to see you as a human being that has needs. You just don't. And if you do, those people aren't good for you. Just that's the takeaway and to remember. So I will be having a weird week, I think, but <laughs> a little optimistic. And again, I'll see everybody next week or not really see you, but I'll be talking to everybody next week.